Well, the time of uh, the time of Elul, the Rizal says, is the time of Andoyis and Beyom Derech that Hashem has given us a path through the through the ocean of this world, and we've been zeichet to we've been zeichet we've been zeichet to learn the past few years this remarkable sefer Beyom Derekecha, which is really Chesidus Lamaisa, the Torah Chesidus put into practice. Of course, it's up to us to actually put it into practice, but at least have a mahalach. So I wanted to begin with a, a new mimer, even though we hadn't finished the one on Torah, but the end of the mimer on Torah that we were learning is more technical about the darche halimud, um, which is, of course, very, very important. But I wanted to I wanted to begin a mimer with his chadshis. And since Mitzvah Shem over the coming weeks, with Hashem's help, we're going to be davening a lot, a lot, and we're going to be saying thousands and tens of thousands of words. I thought it would be the right time to learn the Mimer of Tefillah and davening. So that's on page Reish Yud Beis. <coughs> page Reish Yud Beis, Tefillah. Again, I'm going to, as we've been throughout this, I have to try to stay very much with the text and not to go outside, because the whole point is not to go into the theoretical book, to try to remain in the practical. So let's begin. Rabbim of Akshim Dvar Hashem. Benav Shem Bishelosa. There are many sincere Jews who have who have this question or who very very much want to be able to find a way of davening. Benav Shem Bishelosa. Ma Oisim Kadeshi Acheshek Lispal. What can we do to strengthen the Cheshek, the Cheshek, the longing and the desire to daven? So that our holy davening shouldn't be a burden. shouldn't be something that's just, that we, that, that, chalil, that we dread, or that's difficult, that's a burden. When a person is zeichel for lichtige davening, for davening that's, that's shining, where there's a feeling of dveikus and closeness to Hashem, the sweetness of davening is tremendous. The masikus of davening. And there's nothing that can strengthen one's connection to Hashem or one's kasher more than davening. But sometimes a person doesn't feel any kasher to davening. <coughs> And he's likely to feel that davening is, a, is an old, is a burden. We have to learn, what can we do? The Chazal say that davening is the highest thing in the world. And everything in life depends on davening. The whole Seder Hayom of a Jew, and his entire spiritual level in life, all depend upon how does he daven? Is it daven? Mostly we grew up that davening is a chore, it needs to get done. So how can we how can we change that? How can we? How can we lift up our davening? That's what this mimer is about. 
Okay. Alice. Vihine asiba haplimis shain cheshek lespalo. The the true inner reason why is it that people who believe in Hashem obviously I always talk about that 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 amuna belief and the strong basis of belief is is a is a uh, prerequisite to the davening if a person doesn't a person's amuna is very is chalila very weak so then it doesn't if he doesn't feel that there's that Hashem is out there, or in there, out there, but here. So it's very, very hard to doubt. But with the moon, the reason that that we don't have, that many people don't have a cheshek l'spalo, is because the whole way of understanding davening is inaccurate. The whole way of understanding davening is off, is wrong, or unclear. There's a person who thinks that the whole Indian and the whole and the, and the deepest purpose of davening, the davening is a, a, a way, a means of getting stuff. So it's it's. It's all an Indian of Lakabel of receiving. In Yonim Shechaseimlo, things that he's missing in life, things that he needs in life, and that's the whole tachlis of davening. Ruchnis of Gashmis, either spiritual things that he needs, or Gashmis, physical things that he needs. Azakashu lo margis shechos lo mashu chashuv. <clears throat> so then, the person, the person is feeling that life is pretty good. You know, there's, there's nothing urgent. There's no terrible, there's no terrible hole in my life. It's very likely that he's not going to have a cheshek to that. If God forbid there's something terrible, that someone is sick, or or his panas is falling apart, or a kid is uh, a kid is off or something, so then there's that desperation because since davening is the 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 underlying for this person, the underlying uh, the underlying catalyst of tefillah is need. And desperation. So, if there's no desperate need, so then there's not much of a cheshek to that. Everything is okay. So then, that's not, there's not such a strong cheshek. So, we're living at a time where, where Baruch Hashem, not at least we're not expecting any Cossacks to show up at the door, you know, the next morning, and. For the most part, even though thing, food is ridiculously priced, it's a it's a big subject. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but we have food on the table. We're able to eat, and so on. And the basic necessities of life that were 
and all earlier generations were never taken for granted by a large segment of the Jewish population. Life itself wasn't taken for granted. Food, health, even with young people, a woman, a woman giving birth. My father, Zechariah told me that he remembers that it was very common, I'm not talking about hundreds of years ago, it was very common when he was a child, it was very common for women to die in childbirth. It was a very common thing. That your wife was having a, uh, was having a baby and you, you had like a 50-50, you had a suffix whether she was going to survive having a baby. Not, not sitting around uh, munching on a pizza, you know, some young couple thinking about how many children we want to have. It was whether you're going to live. So there, this was not taken for granted. It was just life itself. And life was short. To be able to see grandchildren, to be able to... So, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Life has become a lot more predictable, so to speak. And davening has taken a huge hit. A huge hit. Because of that. I mean, it's, it's natural. But it comes, the root of that is a complete misunderstanding of what davening is, or maybe not complete, but it's at least a partial misunderstanding of what davening is about. Because there is part of davening, of course, that's Bonacham is under to, to, to ask, but as we'll see, but that's not the Sherish of Tfi. That's not the Isoit of Tfi. So, Kashu Lo Margish Hosla Mashu Koshev, Sharks Lo Yilo Heshek Lispal. So, as the descriptions of earlier years, when you read in the Swarm about, about Slichus, about uh, about uh, Yom Neroim, people howling and screaming and crying and almost carrying on, it's now, you know, crying because the clock is starting to be getting closer to two, two o'clock and the guy's still drank, you know, by the arm, but. But the kind of feelers that doesn't feel a siba Let's take a look at Shinsam based on the note. There's an additional thing over here that makes it also hard. There are those who think that what's considered to be five-star davening, top davening, is that you are able to uh, uh, hold on to the meaning of the words, to concentrate on on every word of davening. That's a wonderful thing, but there are those who think that that's the yesod of tefillah. <coughs> And that is something that is very, very, very hard to be able to hold the cup by the whole davening. It's very hard. Most people, the vast majority of people can't do that. As a result of that, a person who thinks that way, that that's, that that's considered to be <coughs> successful davening is from beginning to end to be able to Concentrate on the words. As I kimat tamid who yotzi matvila, then it'll almost always come out from davening im hargoshes kishlon, kishalon, with a feeling of having failed.
I only got, I only was thinking by 80%, by 40%, by 10%, by 2%. So the, so if they were being polled, like how was today's davening, it was a 2% davening, it was an 8% davening based upon uh, the estimation of how many of the words was he actually thinking about, whether it's in English or in Hebrew, whatever it is, but how, many, how much, uh, how many of the words did he, did he actually say with uh with just basic uh, translating, thinking, understanding, whatever. And it's natural that if a person is unsuccessful at something, time after time, if you're unsuccessful, that you don't feel like doing it. If you're unsuccessful at, 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 uh, at playing the violin, then you, you drop it. If you're unsuccessful, you know, at third base, you either look for a different position or you find a, uh, some other activity. You just That's how life is. We don't like to be. We don't enjoy being unsuccessful. So davening is probably one of those areas in the life of an Orthodox Jew where he feels least successful. And that explains why is it that people, the Orthodox Jews, who an outsider, somebody who's not Jewish, or Lahavdil, a Jew who's not who's not uh, Orthodox, would think that Orthodox Jews must be intoxicated with davening. This must be like the highlight of, the, of a, an Orthodox Jew's life. So you can imagine the, uh, the shock of somebody who's not Orthodox, uh, a Jew, coming to a, an Orthodox shul and seeing what goes on, or what doesn't go on. It's very, I've, I've heard this from many people that, that, that have been guests uh, by, by Orthodox uh, family or something, and they go to shul and, and they don't understand. They say, I thought you're Orthodox. So you explain, well, no, we're Orthodox and, and, and you know, we, we, we keep, uh, we, we come to shul and we keep, we keep the laws, but uh, davening's not, you know, it's not, it's not, I don't major in davening. It's, not, it's a minor. And then it's particularly disconcerting if that same person has a friend that's not Jewish and sees that he's a big David. He likes to pray a lot. He prays a lot with sincerity and with emotion and so on. This is this is a very, very big kasha that people have. And if we're thinking people, it's a kasha that we have on ourselves. Forget about other people. It's a kasha on ourselves. But the, the, the answer is, is, is isn't isn't complicated if you're not successful for whatever reason you're unsuccessful so you don't enjoy it when you don't enjoy something you're 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 you know you're better at doing other things like you know you'll help people you'll do favors you'll, you'll learn you like learning you feel you're smart and you enjoy that you're successful you enjoy learning but uh, davening is uh, is depressing because it's uh, here I am back in in this uh, enterprise that has failed consistently my entire life. I have failed at this, and nobody enjoys being a failure. So so that so so then one of the things we'll see I've mentioned over the years, and we see this all over, is that again. Wanting to do something about it, so then many of the many of the teachers and the rabbis um, come to the conclusion that well, the, the, the what we can do about that is to try to encourage as much as possible the understanding of davening or give classes on 
on you know on on the, the main themes and ideas and davening and so on, which is all it's all great stuff because you're learning. It's great, but it's also it's a, it's, an, it's it's still not addressing the underlying cherish of the problem, which is the presence or lack of presence of of Akash Baruch and the and the and the true Klimistika purpose of what davening is. And unless that's something which is discussed and which is and which is uh, worked on, the fact that a person now um, now understands the davening, the words on a deeper level, which is, is very helpful and it's very important. But that could be a din in Talmudar. Supposed to be a din in, in learning and understanding, but doesn't necessarily. It'll have certainly some impact upon one's davening for sure, but it's it's not going to bring the davening to a place where where he considers himself to be a success. Because then what happens is that, well, I can't believe that thing that I learned in that great shear on Thursday night, or that the rabbi spoke about on Shabbos. Uh, I wasn't thinking about it you know, when I was saying Ashrei, so it was a bad Ashrei. Here I am again. So then, what you'll see nowadays is not just nowadays. Is, I mean, I remember even when I was growing up that you know, the the very sincere guys, especially the girls, but even even the, the you know the smaller percentage of guys who are sincere, you'll you'll find like all kinds of scribbling around the sitter. All the margins of the sitter are filled with little wonderful, you know, tidbits of information and so on. But that doesn't mean that the Bani Shalom is on the margins of the Siddur or mm-hmm. between the words or in the lines. And so so he has so now he has a very crowded little Siddur. And and that's called Kavana. Right. Again, it's it's it is a it is movement and it's wonderful, but it's not the Shurish of Dharma. It's not the Shurish of Dharma. Heard in the name of Rabbi Yaakov Meshachter that uh, somebody told me that he was talking to him years ago about his uh, about his davening, and and Rabbi Yaakov Meshachter was asking him, so why why does it bother you? So you can say no, it's a yield down. So he said, well, I, I know it's a, it's a mitzvah. So Rabbi Yaakov Meshachter said, you know. Davening is a Yiddish word. I've mentioned this in the past. What does davening mean? It means to pray, but Yaakov Meshach means da'avun. Da'avun means it comes from our fathers. Avun in Aramaic is our fathers. Daven comes from da'avun. It comes from our fathers. He said, your problem is that the only reason that you daven is because your father davened. And your grandfather davened. But you've never ever davened. It's just, just da'avun. It's just something you got, you receive. But you never actually davened yourself. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So back inside, Omisha Maven as in a tefillah. Next page, B'tzurah Nachonah. But a person who understands davening, B'tzurah Nachonah, what davening really is, the essence of davening. Vieda mahu poel b'chol tefillah, and if you would know more about what. What is it? Because what is accomplished by davening? What is he accomplishing by davening? 
So again, he wants to be Matzliach. What is he accomplishing by davening? Then he would have tremendous cheshit. All davening would have big cheshit. So what is davening? What is the what is the true nimizdik Indian of davening? Nothing, not talking Kabbalah. Pshitas. Why is it that our, our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents were big daveners and we're not? I, again, I'm just saying generalizations, but we notice there's a difference. And it's not because uh, Grandma, Bobby, Bobby, Safta didn't go to the Shia Thursday night. They didn't have any Shia. So but they davened. So, what, what's what's missing? Tefillah he has man shabah other meschaber and baro. So I question: Yisodif davening is not what you get out of it, what you what you need, what you're asking for. It's a part of davening, but the yisodif davening is shabah other meschaber and baro. It's the time of the day. Every moment of the day we should be able to feel that presence. But but of course the the time of the day that is completely dedicated to this relationship between a person and a Shemizbar, with great depth husband and wife who care for each other very deeply, who love each other. So the husband and wife always, always have those feelings throughout the day. And if you would ever stop either of them and say, well, what do you think? How do you feel about your spouse? Oh, I love my wife. I love my husband. But it's not the same as when they're at a time when they, when they have the burum of, and they're in that place of thinking about it and talking about it, it's, it's something else. It's a time of the day. We're not even talking about his bodhidus now, just the tefillas, the regular tefillas, not separate different times, the regular tefillas, where a person's magish Magish as Metzias Hashem as Barimo feels the Metzias of Hashem with him, that closeness and that reality of Hashem's presence. Biyasa Behirus. Biyasa Behirus. With great clarity. In a very, very strong and clear way. He brings the Lashon of the Chavis Olavavis and Shin Sama Gimel. Kamesha Kosava Chasib and Chavis Olavavis. The words of of the Chavos Lavavos, You should know, my brother, Shetayda, Ki Kavanaseinu B'Tvila Eina Kiim Kalus Hanefesh El Elokim. The Kavana, the true Kavana of davening is Kalus Hanefesh El Elokim, for a person to feel a longing for God. Ukniyasa Lefanev, and to and to give oneself to surrender oneself to Hakadosh Baruch. 
in Rabbi Musa and the Bible. To praise and to thank him. To throw yourself completely over, to give yourself completely and all that you have and all that you are to give over to Hashem's Baruch. Back on top. This is the Iker objective of David. So we all understand that. That, that can happen even if you're missing some words. It didn't work out for, uh, for, for some sentences. And as we saw with our, uh, with our parents or grandparents and whatever, it could work out even if you don't understand. They didn't have uh, an art school or Matsuda or whatever. They didn't have any. They were. They were Sidorim with, with, uh, that had Yiddish taich on the bottom, but, but every taich was cool. But they, but they, 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 for the most part, they, they I, I told you once that the, one of the, it's a very beautiful thing that I was once, many years ago in the mountains, I was giving someplace a shear on davening, I was talking about davening, uh, and uh, to, to a whole ga- there was a whole gathering of women, and they gave a shear, and there was this uh, woman that came over to me, and she she described to me how uh, how her this is already her, she herself is older, and she described to me how her I mean old I guess probably my age, and she described to me how her mother was a survivor how she how she daven, and she said that as a child she would she would watch her mother daven, and she saw that her mother would sit with the sitter and she would go like this, and then she would the daven a little more and she would go like this, she was like like this. And uh, and she said, when she got a little bit older, she asked her mother, like, what is that? And she said to her, look, I don't really understand what these words mean. The only word I know for sure is when I see that it says Hashem. It says, so I, I'd like to do that to just to, to feel that. That's what she said. Now, now here is a, a case history of a, a person who, again, never heard any classes on and and didn't uh, understand, and she didn't have a translation. She was davening. The, the main objective of davening was something which is very much a part of her life. And, we, and you can be sure that she felt the sweetness of davening. And you can be sure that her, that, that siddur, which was not understood literally for the words, you can be sure that the pages were... were Crinkled and crumpled from her tears and from her doubt. You can be sure. And ours are all like very nice, <laughs> clean. And and that she understood. That means that she understood that the, she understood the whole essence of doubting was that name and who that name, what that name means to her. That's where she was. The rest of the words are uh, some kind of Irish. She has not know it's like some kind. But but the, the, that's what she that's what she was connected to. So we're much more educated, but we understand much less that it, that an average common Jew understood and took for granted as what davening was. We understand much less. So he writes, 
So this whole Tkufa that we're entering into now is a Tkufa to come to lift Neha Shem Tataru. Timi Oy made lift Neha Malach. I mentioned to you over the even recently, I think that it's brought down some of the Svarim that, that the Rosh Tevis of Elul, one of the interesting Rosh Tevis of Elul is Efshal Lamud Laskaim Lefanel. And actually, we say, Ef Shalaskaim, if not for Ef Shalaskaim, but one of the Sadiqim said, I'm not sure, I don't remember exactly. But one of the Sadiqim said that Elul is Efshal Lamud Laskaim Lefanel, that it's possible for a person like me to stand in your presence. So that's the whole thing of Hamelech. And this whole Tkufa from Slichus through Hashan Rabbah and Simchus Torah is one big davening. Just there's some interruptions to eat and to Slichus and to work. But the whole thing is one davening with, with pauses to take care of stuff. It's one, it's one davening. And the whole Tachus of davening is like is to come to Hashem Ulekim, Hashem Ulekim, Hashem Ulekim. To, to recognize his, his messiahs, his unity, his oneness. To, to, to feel, to recognize that he's here. To connect him and to rejoice in him. With a, with a heart that's filled with confidence and, and trust that he, that. Hashem wants that infinitely more than you do. Regardless of what, what has happened in your life, what you've done. <coughs> I mean, tshuva means to come back. It means to come back to Him. That's the whole talk is to come back. That that, uh, that we rejoice in Hashem and in our King. Look at Shem Samadal. Even of course we daven. In davening we ask for Gashmi, we ask for for Panosa and with the kids, and we ask for health and so on. Of course we daven for Gashmi. But the Rosh, the mind, the Moach, has to be in, in, in a locus in, in, in this union of the connection and the relationship. Therefore, even when we're asking for Gashmias, you have to, you have to be mindful that the whole Tachlis of this is to, to strengthen that understanding, that realization, that truth, that, that only He can, can give this to me. And it's still about Him. Still about Hashem. Back up on top. Umisha Toifis Kach Es Inyatvila. Whoever understands davening in this way. Umisha Toifis Kach Es Inyatvila. Yeshla Tam Vesipuk Nikol Tvila. He has a Tam, he has a Achias from every davening. 
because he believes, and even sometimes he feels very strongly, every single davening opens up his heart and his mind to feel more and more Hashem is to believe in him more to become more attached to him and whoever davens this way, as I call Tfilo Etzlohi, every single time that he davens is as Kashvus Vizchabus Amuka Yosebah Hashem is Every single davening is a, is, is a deepening of that Kesha, of that attachment to Hashem is Brah. Umas Anig Mikol Rega Shumadaber Veniksha and Makar Chiyusa. And he has tremendous. Tanuk, tremendous pleasure from every moment of every moment spent speaking to Akash and that he's become more deeply attached to the Makar of his life. In Mahavas Navshin, who Samech al Kol Tesefes Ba'akar Ba'ashem is Baruch Vichudo. He's 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 thrilled with every additional. Um, level or every additional moment of feeling that closeness, of recognizing that that closeness. Look at Shem When a person a person is like this, then I feel in the sense of chiyas The davening gives him chiyas for the entire day. It, it changes his whole day. He gives him chiyas for the whole day. Ki bekor ha-hakar ve-eskashos betfila ha-odam margish yeshlo amila hishayin. Because after a good davening, throughout the day he feels strong, most strongly about the one upon who he relies and with whom he's living and spending his life. And, and so there's a feeling of, of trust and there's a feeling of companionship that a person has Throughout, throughout the day. And therefore, for this person, davening doesn't depend upon what he has or what he doesn't have. It doesn't depend upon me. There could be a day where, where things are, are, are fine. Everything seems to be okay. And it doesn't depend upon getting what you asked for. Because one of the, one of the main reasons... That people that people don't have a cheshit with davening is, and if you ask, they'll tell you because I've tried and it doesn't work. No, my my uh, my friend died. Well, sorry, I'm not my slave. If, if I was my slave and my davening, my friend would be still would still be alive. So I, uh, my friend died, 
So I am not a slayer. And I tried this a number of times for this friend, for my mother, for my my uh, this, my sister, whatever. Doesn't work. So again, the success of davening was getting what I asked for. I davened that uh, I davened that uh, before I went to this interview that uh, for the new job that that uh, I should get the job and I didn't so it doesn't work and the person has a scorecard and uh, and he looks at the scorecard and it's a lot of X's X X as he writes down all the things that he davened for no 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 there's no there's the tachlis over here. Anything else in life, if the answer is always no, you stop. You stop coming. You just don't show up anymore. Which is what a lot of people try to do. They don't show up, or if they show up, they're not present, or they hang around, you know, whatever, talking to the security people at the, at the morning. It's the. Uh, and it's understandable. And I ha- how many times I've heard that over the years, that uh, it never works, it doesn't work. I, I tried, I tried, and I didn't, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. So the person feels that with the tachlis, there's no, there's no chiyus in such a day. It loses entire chiyus to David. But when davening is what davening was meant to be, it lotli asloy chosel davar, the gam imloki belas mashu bikesh. And even if, even if he didn't get what he wanted, and then very often those people become very cynical if you try the the most popular answer is that you should know that you really did accomplish something, but you just can't see it, which is of course true, but. That person doesn't really go for that. Okay, look, I doubted that my friend should live. He died. So, like, what? what's the consolation prize exactly? Well, somebody in Eretz Yisrael is now living. Uh, I'd like to meet him. <laughs> you, know, you, just save, you just saved someone's life. So then, like, you know, there's the eye rolling. Give me a break. I saved someone's life. So, the person feels that the Namas Lech. That's the biggest need, wanting him, the biggest desire, wanting to be a Christian. Daven hard, cry hard after and connect it. So that's something that, to a certain degree, we're all missing. We have, but we're all missing it also. We always want more of it. Yeah, but that, that strengthens the davening. It doesn't weaken it. But it's still coming out of the Rishon I want this so much. Yes, it's still it's still um, calling out for something that I need. But when it's I need you, it's not the same as I need that. that right? I need you. And we could use the martial of the relationship between between friends or a husband or wife. It's very similar. There's a huge difference between. Uh, you say this in a way it has to be great salua, but 
when a, a, a wife feels that the husband wants her for who she is as opposed to that Indian that she provides for him. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference. Huge. And that's the that's the shurish of many, many broken hearts and broken marriages. And so it is with our, with our relationship with the Baruch to need you, not that, or it. And when there is that feeling of I and thou, I and you, me and you, so then, then the then the vats are okay. If they're answered in that way or they're not, but it's okay. It's, it's, it's good. But if the I and that was missing, if the me and you was missing, so then every unanswered that is a, is a shtach. Every, un, every unanswered that is, is a huge disappointment. Disappointment, anger, frustration. Because the I and thou, the aniva ata, or aniva at, is not, is not really there. So what I have from this person is, what I, is the that's and the it's that I get from the person. And the scorecard is showing I'm losing. This is a losing proposition. This is a losing proposition. Maybe if I marry somebody else, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll have a better scorecard. It's just a, I'm not doing well. So, so there's a huge difference between those relationships. When there's me and you, even if the that's are not always what you were hoping for, still, you seek the sweet and beautiful but when that I and thou is not there, when the me and you is not there, so then the relationship, the entire relationship is measured by how many that's are there, or it's, or what's. And, and uh, usually that doesn't, that doesn't add up to a person's expectations. Especially after all the movies that uh, most people, most guys grew up, grew up seeing. It doesn't usually work out well. Mathematically, that doesn't usually work out. The math doesn't work out. So then, the the marriage is romutslach. Mm-hmm. It's been an unsuccessful marriage. It has not given me what I wanted. This marriage hasn't given me what I wanted. It's an unsuccessful marriage. But when there's two people and a relationship. Even if they're on a deserted island, you know, it's two people in a relationship, so then it's, the relationship gives you more than you ever dreamt of. So it's this, it's uh, it's only a marshal, sheer shimdik a marshal of the, of of how it is with the how it is with the Kodesh Baruch. And then you realize that filo tliyat slav chaslo dava. Even if you didn't get what you asked for. And even if you didn't understand all the words. Even though, as he points out in the note, of course we try to understand. We try to concentrate on, on the words. But even if you didn't. The rots and the chiyas comes from the, from the relationship. 
That's where he sees his aslach or lack thereof. And when a person has this understanding of what davening is, this correct understanding, and he understands that the Indian of davening is a connection to Hashem. As I often yesh koshi, then even if there are some difficulties, and even if, even if you didn't know what the words meant, or you, you didn't hold up the kavana, even if you don't have a particular strong cheshek that day, or that davening, you call me nesibus for whatever the reasons are. It could be stam, you're tired, or whatever. You don't have a cheshek. You'll always be able to feel that davening is is a major thing in your in your day and in your life. <coughs> always. And to use it as an opportunity, an exciting opportunity, who is always with you in every single matzah. Look at Shun Samazai. So sometimes you don't feel that connection. In other words, you know what the reason of davening, you know the purpose of davening, and you don't feel this connection. Of course, like in everything, any, any other thing in Avodah Hashem, you don't give up, you don't walk away, because it's important to you. Not to think, God forbid, that this davening was meaningless. Because an Avodah Hashem knows, that even if you're not feeling a cheshek right then, but if you approach this for the right purpose and you're just not feeling it, it means that Hashem is connecting to you in a way that you don't feel. It's okay that you're connecting to Hashem, even though it's not giving you an emotional surge. It's okay. The connection is being made. When you're doing something to help someone that you love, you might not feel some great emotion, or you're doing something that's that's bringing you closer, it's bringing you some closer, by doing that favor for someone or that whatever for someone that you love, doesn't mean that at that moment you're necessarily feeling in love. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Hashem is here, Hashem is aware of this, and He's giving me my life this moment. is the of my life. And a person is always looking for the emotions, the feelings. Again, whether it's with Hashem or whether it's in marriage. It causes a lot of problems. It's not possible that one's entire relationship depends on emotions and feelings, how you're feeling at that moment. Emotions come and they go. It could be for many other reasons. It doesn't mean that Be'etzim is not that you don't love the Hagosh uh, Baruch or you don't love the other. There's all kinds of stuff that, 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 that it's time you can be tired, whatever it is. Or you're upset about something that happened, whatever it is. It's to find Hashem Himself. To be attached to the Atzmus in that relationship with Him. Even if you're not feeling anything right now. Atzmus. Asus means the essence. Asus him. Ela b'hakara v'havana shuhukan. With the with the constant awareness shuhukan that he's here. 
When I can talk to him and have this connection to him, I don't have to be on fire right now, it's okay. This reality, that he's here, and that he's happy for me to speak to him and to connect to him. It doesn't change just because you're not feeling anything right now. So in any matzav, whether he feels it or not, a person is able to feel a, a tam and a cheshik in davening. Because he knows, he knows, that he's in this place with Hashem. He knows that. He might not be feeling excited about it, but he knows that he's nidbak in Hashem's Okay, mission.